Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Emily. I missed your call earlier, but it's okay because my ringtone is the Parks and Rec theme, and that's very exciting. So I got to hear the whole thing because I was in the bathroom. Did it give you warm, fuzzy feelings? Mm, a little bit, and also anxiety because you can tell when you're about to miss the call because there's a distinct end to the theme song. <laughs> also, one of my cats is just jumping back and forth over my feet right now because he's going insane, I think. Did did you ever watch Supernatural? I saw a little bit of the first season. Um, I couldn't get into it, although you know who is into it is our sound editor, Clint. He loves that. Um, well, fun. So. <laughs> fun fact. Uh, fun fact, Clint likes Supernatural. <laughs> You're like, that does not answer my question. Um, <laughs> well, I, I love that show, and my ringtone is one of the songs that they used as their opener for a few of their seasons. Maybe it was just one season, but it's Carry On Wayward Son by Kansas. Oh, I do know that song. <laughs> I think that's funny that that's your ringtone. I know, well, you know, it's a, you know, everybody hears it and be like, oh, she's probably just like a big classic rock fan, which isn't untrue, but really, right. it's... Oh, she's a redneck. <laughs> that's definitely untrue. <laughs> But, um, I don't know, I mean, well, that, that depends, it depends on what counts. I mean, no. I think both of us can say that we are of rednecks, but perhaps are not a redneck ourselves. This is, a, this is a whole different conversation. We are of, we are of redneck milieu. We, we have a background, and... I have a background in redneck, <laughs> but I'm also fluent in solid middle-class America. <laughs> well, no, the reason why that's my ringtone is just because I'm a, I'm a fucking nerd, so. Mm. I forgive you. I accept you for who you are. So, um, other than... Ringtones. Well, welcome, welcome to all things terror. The epilogue. <laughs> What's really terrifying about this is our taste in ringtones. I mean, I'm sorry. I think this is excellent taste in ringtones. I use my phone as my alarm clock, and sometimes I'll be out in public and I'll hear someone whose ringtone is my alarm clock sound, and I'm like, I picked that because it was the most annoying automatic thing, and you use that to know that someone is calling you? Ugh, awful. Those people are the worst. Maybe they use that ringtone for people that they find annoying so that they know, like, oh, God, don't answer it. Don't yeah, I that. like that interpretation. Yeah, quick, silence it. I like that interpretation a lot more. Yeah, so we, uh, if you listened to our last episode, uh, we mentioned that it was our last one of season one. And we are going to take a break between season one and season two, but um, before we bring you more terrifying tales from history and science and true crime and all that jazz, um, because the break will give us time to research things fully. Um, we both have a lot of books lined up, gives Clint time to do good edits, because all of us are professionals, but we're not professional podcasters, so... Um, we are going to have stuff for you in the meantime as well. Uh, it's just not going to be exactly the same as our regular season episodes, and it may not be every single week. But we're not going to leave you hanging. No, we'll be around. We're just... Mama's got to pay the bills. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to leave you hunged as... Or no, hanged. H hanging hung. We're not going to leave you hanged. 
pictures are hung, people are hanged. But we also are recording this epilogue um, to kind of give a little wrap-up, uh, some last little bits and bobs, and, you know, just just say thanks, guys, and this what's up. Especially the thanks and what's up part. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jennifer, what's up? <laughs> I don't know if I have anything important to say. <laughs> Jennifer, what, has, what was... So, we have recorded all 12 episodes, and it took us... About six months. <laughs> I think our, we recorded our first one in May 2018, and and it's January 13th, 2019, and we just recorded episode 12 yesterday. So, Jennifer, what out of those 12 was your favorite episode? I'm really not prepared to choose. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I feel like... Um, I mean, first off, the episode, uh, was it our second one? When, when did I get the opportunity to geek out about Hinter Kaifek? That was episode yeah. two. Um, that one still holds a very special place in my heart. Um. Why? Well, first off, because I told you that was, like, really kind of the beginning of, like, true crime for me is learning about that story mm-hmm. like I became very obsessed with like the whodunit two I felt like that was just really fun for us to talk about and you and I have not had the chance to even talk about that before so that was just like an added yeah. bonus because some you know we have talked about some things before together like we've obviously talked about like Ted Bundy together yeah we've watched a lot of forensic files together <laughs> Yes, and consumed a lot of really bad food while watching uh. Forensic Files. But then also, you know, um, for me it was interesting just hearing, because I don't, I don't get into that side of things like, I guess like you do, hearing about the people who have known serial killers and their reactions to it, and, and just like for some of them how like they just seem like innocuous, normal, everyday people for the most part. Yeah. So that, I love, I love that episode, and I think, I think, I think my second favorite episode is the one where you talked about people who've been lost in the woods. Ah, okay, so I have to say, when I was thinking about my answers, those two were the two I picked out as well. Oh, (laughs) really? Yeah. Well, I agree, like, the second one, um... I, you're right, Hinter Kaifect was really fun, because I think we were both really like, geeking out about it, but you're right in the sense that we haven't talked about that at all. But I also really like that episode because at the end, we start talking about, like, why we like true crime and creepy things, and that's a really, like, powerful and important conversation. Like, on a personal level, as your friend, I enjoyed that, but also, like, for this podcast, and I think that the themes that we talked about in that, like, I mean, leave the maid alone, (laughs) and... And also this idea of, like, you know, you can be, you know, you can be, oh gosh, now I can't think of his name, Ted Kaczynski's brother, who turned him in and donated all this money, and, and you know, you can be the, the person that doesn't look away and, and connects with people. I feel like those are themes that we keep coming back to in, in almost every episode. That's um, true. That's very true. And so I, I always, that one does hold a special place in my heart for that reason. 
And also, I will say, Carrie Rawson, who is uh, Dennis Raider 323, uh, has just joined the Xbox game, uh, his daughter. She uh, She's a great follow on Twitter, and she's uh, replied to our account, and she has a book coming out this month, I believe, so uh, I would encourage y'all to support her. That's exciting. She that seems like a chill person. Read book. Yeah, same, me too. And I, I do like the Centralia and People Lost in the Woods. I think those are both, they're very spooky, but they were also really fun to, like, it was really a fun story for me to tell. Um, there's something about, like, unsolved, mis- like, murders and disappearances that really, I find really fascinating, and that was a really interesting way for me to tell that story. And then I had heard of Centralia, but I didn't know a lot about it, so that was a really fun one to learn. For me, it just seems like... <laughs> Like, Centralia is, like, a comedy of accidents, you know? It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Well, we lit something on fire. Let's try to figure out how to put it out. Ah, shit, that didn't work. And then all of a sudden, it's just out of control. It's like... I also... Yes, I agree. But I also think a comedy of accidents, oh, shit, we lit something on fire. Let's try to put it out. That didn't work. Could also be a tagline for our podcast. (laughs) That, that is our podcast in summation. This is what we've learned. Oh, shit. The Thanks for listening. We, oh, shit. We got something on fire. That's not working. Oh, no. There's another one. <laughs> All things hair. Well, I like that one. Too. I like that episode, too, because, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty outdoorsy. And, you know, I'm... I'm that annoying person that wakes up at 4 o'clock in the morning, three days a week, to go work out with a bunch of other people who are waking up at anywhere between 4 to 4.30 to drive over and work <sighs> out, and we all are those people. But then, like, I go hiking. Yeah, I'm, I'm like an afternoon exerciser if I exercise at all. Sitting on your couch and eating tacos is not exercise, Emily. Uh, I sit on my couch and knit, which is... Wrist exercise, Jennifer. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm like a little Clydesdale pony. I eat carbs and walk around, and then just lay on my side until someone calls my name. Um, <laughs> it's it's cold. When it's cold, I'm like can't do anything. No, I don't blame you. I I know that you go yeah. running and stuff. So, i um, yeah. I'm I'm trying to you know. Anyway, anyway, so you're up early. I'm up early. I'm exercising, and I'm not just limited to like you're outside gym and workout camps, but like I go hiking and I go walk around in in parks and woods, and in all yeah. of these instances, the thing that I'm afraid of is like, well, it's a little dark, or it's it's not very heavily populated. Am I going to get murdered? Um, yeah, that has been my primary fear when I go do these things by myself. But never had it occurred to me, it's like, I'm going to get lost in the woods, or I'm going to get injured and fall down a hill, and I'm going to die from starvation, or I'm going to get swept away in an arroyo that suddenly flooded. Like, none of these things, none of these things were like fears in the back of my head. But, you know, now I think about it. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, I actually, um, after we recorded that, like, when the podcasts come out, I listen to them um, to, like, make sure that we got the hashtags and to talk to Clint about the editing and stuff. And... When I listened to that episode, in that episode I talked about when I was camping by myself the first time and I almost twisted my ankle and then I was also talking about a recent hiking where 
me and my friends and this random stranger almost got lost. And I was just talking about those stories as like, oh, I've been out in the woods. But when I was listening to that podcast, that was when I realized that those were very, very frightening moments in my life. Like those were, those are tales that really do scare me. And, and looking back, I think, wow, you know, that, that was only a couple percentage points away from being a, a really bad, scary situation, possibly the end of your life. And I think that's something that we talk a lot about in this podcast is like, these are all stories of things that frighten us. But I think looking back, I was surprised at how much those things do frighten me. Those, those moments in my own life. So what you're saying is that we're definitely going to go camping and hiking in the woods when you come visit me the next time, right? I would love to. I mean, I, <laughs> as much as those moments are like, oh, someone just walked across my grave, like they, they definitely give me chills and freak me out to think about them. I, I am like you. I, I like being out in the woods. I like camping. I like hiking. Um, and I, I think a lot of true crime podcasts and other media sort of play to this anxiety of you're going to get murdered. You could be murdered at any turn. And obviously that's sort of a, an anxiety that we understand. But I think something that surprised me looking at this list of topics is that even aside from murder, there are so many forces at work that are so big and random. And yeah, for example, volcano, like can't, a volcano, yeah. Volcano, guys. If it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. Or even like you know, talking about that sinkhole that they throw people in, or you know, some of the like historical ones. I mean, there are so many individuals that get swept up into these things that nobody understands until a hundred years later. You know what I mean? Right. There, there had to be like a a resting period in people's minds before they can put the logic of it all together. Yeah, exactly. I am one of, I don't know if this made it into our bonus episode where we talked about like books and things that we liked, but Michelle McNamara, who wrote the book, um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark about the Golden State Killer. um, She famously died before it was completed. And then not long after it was published, they caught the Golden State Killer exactly how she predicted. And one of the people that helped, helped her finish the book is Billy Jensen. And he has his own podcast, and his he's you know a longtime true crime journalist himself, and uh, he's he's all over if you know true crime. But anyway, there's a quote from Michelle McNamara uh, that's like, "It's chaos, be kind," and and that does seem like something that we come back to all the time. Is that so many of these things are chaotic, and that's what's scary. And if we can find a silver lining, it is that idea of like being kind and looking out for each other. Yep. And also making poop jokes. So basically, the world is shitty enough. Be nice to other people. Heyo. And also, you never yeah. know when your life is going to end or other people's lives are going to end. And you don't want to be that person that did like the shitty thing. The last thing that happened to them before they die is you did a shitty thing. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, I'm a teacher, which I've said a thousand times per episode. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, you know, I work with around... 80 to 100 teenagers every semester, 200 young people a year. Let's just say that. And, you know, the first time a student showed up to class looking beat up or or were acting weird, it was scary for me to say, hey, is everything okay with you? You know, you, you, you feel anxiety about overstepping that bounds. But, you know, whether they say, oh, I'm going through this, or they say, oh, no, I'm fine, 
no one is going to be angry at you for telling, for hearing that you care about them. And, and if they are, they will probably, anger is sometimes, you know, a way of covering up vulnerability. But anyway, so the the first time that you look out for someone, it's scary, but it gets easier and easier. And uh, yeah, look out for each other. Don't drive safely. Uh, The longer I'm alive, the more I cannot believe that teenagers are allowed to drive. And we take driving so casually. I had a driver's license. I grew up in the sticks. I could have had my driver's license when I was 14 and a half which is way too young to be driving. In a lot of Western states, they do that because they have to have people to drive tractors and shit, um, like your children. Unpaid labor. But I didn't get my permit until I was like 15 and a half, which was a little bit late for for my growing up time and space. But that's just, I mean, dear Lord, driving is a scary thing. <laughs> I realize this makes me sound like your mother, but... There's, there will be times where I'm, like, driving on the highway to work, and I'm like, this is phenomenally dangerous, and I'm bored. <laughs> and please go pick up your drunk friends from bars at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I didn't get my license until I was 19. I'm not going to lie to you. I am not a great driver. I'm not a bad driver, but I am not a great driver, and... It was probably good that I didn't get my driver's license until a little bit later. Yeah, I don't re- I don't regret not having my license because I got my permit. I got my permit, I guess, like when I was 15-ish. But then I never just, I never went to get my license. And then I was going to go away to college and I was like, well, I guess I should maybe get my driver's license. Didn't need my driver's license because I ended up like walking to school for like most of my time that I was in school, but at the same time, it's like, you know what, I I never got a DUI while I was in high school, I never, you know, was a cause of an accident, I didn't have to, like, worry about really scary shit that most people have to worry about when it comes to teenagers behind the wheels, you know? Yeah, well, if there's ever a time in your life when you don't need a driver's license in a car, it is definitely college. Everybody lives close, and, like, once you get on campus, you, you walk around anyway. I have been in a couple accidents. I got in a... The worst accident I got in was not my fault, but I did get a pretty gnarly concussion and the car was totaled. So, I've never had a concussion. Tell me, what is the worst part of a concussion? <laughs> Besides, like, your head probably hurts immediately. Yeah, so I... <laughs> I had three concussions in one year, and I have <laughs> never had a concussion before, and knock on wood, have never had a concussion since. But the weird thing is that you know, you don't know what's going on. Like, all the times I got concussions, it was like I blinked and then I opened and I was in a completely different place. Like, if you've been put under for surgery, it's kind of like that. But then you're just sort of confused for a long time. (laughs) And, like, for me, I just thought it was really funny. And, like, Whenever I had concussions, everyone around me was really worried. But I was like, don't worry about it. It's fine. What happened again? And they're like, you you hit your head like 40 minutes ago. And I'm like, oh, right, right. Ha, ha, ha. And they're like, are you are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. What happened again? My... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. My brother got a concussion in playing football in high school. And 
apparently he got up and they're like, Sam, you need to take it easy. You know, you hit your head. And he was like, fuck you, I'm playing. Like, he got really angry. Uh, so I guess how you handle confusion will impact what a concussion does for you. But I will say, I, I think I was a lot smarter and I had a better memory before that three concussions in one year. So that's probably the worst part. It's, it's not good for you. Protect your brain, people. <laughs> Wear helmets at all times. Or, oh, I mean, listen, the older I get, the more I'm just like, why are we not wearing helmets at all times? You know, I'm surprised uh, that you don't own, like, knee pads and elbow pads. Yeah, and, you know, I will say, even as we're talking about Protect Your Brain, I bike around the city sometimes, and I also ski, and I do not wear a helmet during either of those activities, which is just Emily, blatantly hypocritical. What is wrong with you? Get a helmet. I know, I need to buy a helmet. There's actually a bike shop within walking distance of my house, and I have not bought a helmet yet. Uh, that's my New Year's resolution, and so should it be for all of you. Buy a helmet. I'm just, I'm very disappointed in you right now. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> uh, also could be a tagline for this podcast. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> okay, so, so, I, I take it back. My favorite episode is this one right now because I did not know <laughs> didn't have a helmet. Why are you so irresponsible? It is a terrifying revelation. I don't know. I'll get one. I'll post a picture so everyone can see my helmet. Okay, I'm the internet needs to hold you accountable to this. Oh god, this is swear on the internet. Now I'm really afraid to break this pact. <laughs> I know. There, there's nothing, like, more contractual and more solid than, like, the, okay, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to tell the internet to do it. Because if you don't do it, the internet knows, and they'll confront you about the it. The internet does know. Yeah. Jennifer, uh, before we leave this beautiful epilogue, uh, do you have any goals for season two? Yeah, I'm... I have been... Any hopes or schemes? I do. Um, I am trying to vary my topics a little bit more. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm into like the weird creature, strange science side of things. Mm. Well, you know, because I did like creepy things that happened to bugs and exploding volcanoes and lamprey and this kind of like this side of like sciencey stuff is really interesting to me and I, and I love talking about it yeah I have a lot of fun when we do a science and if it's very easy for me to find topics in this area but I'm gonna try a little bit harder to have more variety and not just to lean into those when well because it's easy and because I get excited about them because I I want to learn as I'm doing this as yeah well, so I think we both have a tendency to, uh, we go down history rabbit holes, and so then a lot of our topics end up being historical. But yeah, I think I, I want to move into more contemporary issues as well. But yeah, I, I, I think that's one thing I really enjoy is that I learn doing my stories, but I also learn from your stories, and the variety is something that I definitely want us to keep doing, because it's, it's something I really like. Listen, I'm going to dream big for 2019. And uh, Jason Manzukis, he is on that podcast called How Did This Get Made, famously. And he is on uh, so many podcasts as a guest, including my favorite, uh, Gilmore Guys. <laughs> Zook, I want you to come and joke about terrible things with us. 
Actually, you know what? We'll come to you. We'll go to L.A., uh, where I assume you live. And uh, that's that's the dream. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Do you know... Yeah. Uh, funny enough, I was thinking about that. You know who I think would be a lot of fun to have on our show? Um, no. Who? Zach from uh, Ghost Adventures. Oh, Zach Baggins. I have, I don't know that I've ever seen Ghost Adventures, but I remember that and will remember it forever because I love his last name. <laughs> it is a very good last name. It is such a good last name. I, <sighs> I mean, I, I might marry him just for the last name <laughs> just and then divorce him, but keep the last name forever because you can't, you can't take it back. I mean, you, you can, but I mean, you personally can undo that. You actually... I can. Personally... But he cannot. Also, you can just make that happen, Emily. (laughs) That's true. I could just go down and change it to Baggins anyway. (laughs) And then I'll be like, hey, I did this. I'm not obsessed with you. I just think your last name is cool. Want to come on my podcast? And he would just be like, block. Immediately block. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Well, like, I feel... So I'm a little sad because I did want us to, like, talk about paranormal experiences as well because regardless if like ghosts are real or like werewolves actually eat people and like exist in this world that kind of stuff like all of the is it objectively in this world stuff aside those experiences are kind of frightening right to the people who yeah actually and then also like to those of us who hear those stories and i'm i think like we got to do robert the doll really and and then we didn't touch a whole lot of it anywhere else in the podcast. You're right, because we both really like those things, and when we were talking about this for years before we finally did it, we talked about including a lot of supernatural things, and we haven't done a lot. I actually have one on a list that I have started and have never written all the way that falls in that category, so I think definitely in season two, it sounds like we'll see more of that. Well, it's hard. It's hard to talk about these things, because like they're not as concrete and uh embedded in fact as the other stuff that we talk about so it's hard to i think like pull and i think that's why we talked about like making sure the title of our podcast doesn't get too specific because we didn't want to get pigeonholed on and only being able to talk about true crime or only being able to talk about the paranormal Mm -hmm. that kind of thing right Speaking of the title, I've mentioned this too. I've had a couple of conversations on Twitter about this. And actually, just as a quick aside, I will say that of all the social media interaction I've had, uh, it's been really pleasant and wonderful. So people that are in the social media worlds and listen to us are cool AF. So good job. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, I've had a couple of people mention that they really like our title, and um, I this, the title was your idea, and I was originally skeptical about it, and I looked up some old notes about the title that I had originally thought of for this podcast. <laughs> Do you remember it, Jennifer? Honestly, no. <laughs> it's terrible. It's forgettable. I'm so glad we went with All Things Terror. It was sad story time. <laughs> oh my god, it was sad story time. <laughs> All things Sarah is a lot better, but sad story time is funny. <laughs> but it sounds like a podcast about like depression. <laughs> Two people who are very uh, uh, irreverent about depression, specifically. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So anyway, in another realm, 
that was the name. A lesser realm. There, there's a parallel universe where we are doing a podcast together. We're not doing it in two different states. We're actually doing it together. Yeah. Together, and it is called Sad Story Time. Uh, that's it. I want to listen to that podcast from the alternate universe. <laughs> see, ha- see how they did it? Yeah, science. Make that happen. Yeah. You know what? Why isn't this happening yet? Don't we already have a quantum computer or whatever? Listen to all the scientists, as I'm sure we have a, a wide base of scientists Huge. who definitely don't scream at their headphones every time we try to talk about science. Uh, make that happen for us, please. Thank because you. We do science <laughs> very hard in this podcast. We, we like to do one or two science. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we only have enough time to 0.5 science, but we try to science. We try to science. We we like a science. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, in true fashion, now my asshole dog is barking. Well, it wouldn't be a podcast without a little bit of the song of Felix. Yeah. Time to make Felix pot pie for dinner. Delicious. Are you going to freeze dry some or whatever? I don't know. Can you oh, yeah, I mean... Dry pot pie? Can we dehydrate it and then rehydrate it? Where are the scientists at? Um, I will say from personal experience that you can freeze pot pie and then, like, heat it up and it, it works pretty good. Yeah, but I want to, like, eat pot pie, like, in, like, the, uh, space in ice space. cream <laughs> fashion. Like, well, it's the most, we'll see what we can do about it's that. It's the most nonsense form of ice cream, but it doesn't stop me from eating it and then also regretting it because it makes my stomach hurt for, like, six days straight. Jennifer, that sounds like you could not be an astronaut. I mean, they have other foods than ice cream, okay? That's true. I actually couldn't be an astronaut because I am not responsible enough to be in space. I think we're both too short, too. Oh, yeah? What's the height requirement? I don't know, but I I do know that you have to be a certain size. Like, you can't be too short or too tall. And it's like, all astronauts are, like, insanely scientific and, like insanely athletic like they're people that climb everest and also are engineers and don't die while climbing everest obviously yeah yeah kind of a prerequisite they get to the top and then they just jump and float into space and that's how you become an astronaut i did not know that that's how it worked <laughs> then what are the uh-huh, spaceships yeah. for to pick them up and bring them back home oh okay yep uh hashtag science <laughs> We're, we're probably the two dumbest people on Earth right now. Yeah, but once we climb Everest and jump into space, we'll be the two dumbest people in space. That's true. When are we going to do that? Uh, between season one and two, of course. <laughs> uh, but stay tuned, guys. We will have stuff out for you, and um, we will definitely be coming back into season two. Interact with us on social media. We'll be posting a lot of stuff there as well, as we always do. And goodbye forever. That's not true. Goodbye until we come back. But high fives all around. Everyone did a great yeah. job. Everyone did a great job. Now go cook your pets. <laughs>